Is it possible to assume that a good amount of corporate leaders are actually psychopaths? Well, that's what we're going to talk today, because based on one of the latest research, more people than you think actually they show psychopathic traits. And that's something interesting to consider when you are in a business world and when you are in the workplace. So be ready, because today we're going to talk about something very interesting. You know, are corporate leaders actually psychopaths? So be ready. Let's start. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. Um, guys, I came across recently to a very fascinating research made by this guy, so Simon Chrome, a professor of supply chain management at the University of San Diego School of Business. And uh, essentially, the main takeaway of his research is that 12% of senior corporate leaders display at some level, at some time, a range of psychopathic traits. That is very interesting, isn't it? Um, and by the way, and then I was quite fascinated about the topic, and I said, well, because I know myself, I'm curious. Well, let's dig you know, a little bit into Google and see what, what else you know, we can find about this. And then, by the way, that is not necessarily... Um, a very unique sort of research. Apparently, there are many other people they made similar researches. And by looking at these results, I also um, found out that other researchers actually believe that 20% of CEOs around the world could be actually corporate psychopaths too. And that's interesting, right? Because, you know, we don't certainly expect, right, people in such a leadership uh, position or you know, leaders like CEOs actually have similar traits. And then, you know, these data, they made me think a lot about, okay, Andrea, what is, you know, what is your opinion? What is your perspective? What do you see? Right, because, you, you know, you work with a lot of CEOs and there are leadership teams. So clearly, you know, I have a view, but I never thought about, you know, psychopathic traits, actually. You know, what I realized then, is actually many leaders um, show their specific behaviors that potentially they can actually lead to be considered as psychopathic traits. But you don't think about, right? When you are in the organization, when you are working with them, when you see them, you think about, well, you know, this behavior maybe is not necessarily healthy or effective, but you don't really think about being psychopath, right? Because, you, of course, you associate, you know, being a psychopath, you know, with a serial killer or something like that, criminals, uh, etc. So, well, let's see what, you know, what the research says, because, you know, according to the research, essentially, corporate psychopaths uh, often bully others, they create conflict, they discourage uh, uh, their people ideas, they behave um, unethically and even urge others to do the same. It also they create a hostile workplace environment, so they increase unhealthy competition, stress, absenteeism, and disengagement. Well, if you look at this way, now you'll probably understand why the twenty percent of leaders, you know, potentially they are corporate psychopaths, right? Because you know, just the action that I described, 
they're very, very popular. They're very frequent and common organizations. So if you look, you know, from with this lens, actually now I think you can believe and you can agree with me, there are probably more corporate psychopaths in a corporate war than maybe what you thought before, you know, this podcast. In fact, here's my view, right? You know, after I, you know, I read this research and, and you know, and, and dig a little more into this topic, actually, I do believe that corporate psychopaths are definitely more than 12%, probably even 20%, who knows, maybe even a little bit more, especially during, you know, when the pressure is high, when the stress is high too, right? So I think these are normally times when you see this sort of behaviors actually kick in. So, for example, consider how many managers in the organization saw these traits, right? So they look really friendly and charming, but actually they're, you know, what we call snakes. They devalue others to appear always the winners. Or they cheat somehow. They manipulate people and corrode the truth, right? How many times, you know, you see managers, they put things, you know, under the rug, under the carpet because they don't want people to know what's really happening. Or, you know, they take action that shows, you know, contradiction. You know, they say one thing, they send another thing. You know, typical uh, walk the talk that is not in place. So if you think about this, and this, by the way, the four examples I gave you are example of uh, traits that actually are really much considered part of being a psychopath. So, you know, what we can say here is, yes, so there are a lot of corporate psychopaths, or at least there are corporate leaders, they actually show psychopathic traits. So that is common, so be aware of that. But, you know, ultimately, I would say a corporate psychopath, you know, imagine in a key position of power, will definitely bring the company down. And that's my opinion, because they will put their selfish desires, because that's what we're talking about, over the needs of the business and, uh, and his employees. So uh, that's interesting, I think, because why I'm bringing this topic to the podcast today, first of all, for you to, to start to acknowledge the fact that some specific behaviors, they're not necessarily behaviors um, driven by... Um, positive or, um, how can I say, well, probably positive is a good word, right? The positive uh, intention, right? It's more about because people, they potentially have some sort of dysfunctional, I would say, let's call it this way, dysfunctional um, attitudes or behaviors that actually can become, you know, quite relevant, critical, but also very, very dangerous for organizations. So look, if you are not yourself in a leadership position, the only thing you can do definitely is be more mindful about how people behave, right? And be clear whether you want to work with people, they show these behaviors because that is potentially dangerous because they don't normally step back. They don't normally stop. That's something they have in their inner, inner way of leading an organization, leading a team. On the other end, if you are a corporate leader, so be mindful too, you know, who is around you. So we always say, you know, be always surrounded by people that we like, that we respect, that are like us, at least in terms of values that we have, ethics, integrity. But also be mindful, you know, if someone is not like this, 
So what is going to happen to you and to the future of the organization? Do you want to work with this, per with this person or maybe you want to have a conversation? So I don't know. It's really up to you what you want to do. But start noticing whether you know, the behaviors that you see in other people, they are what we call normal. You know, they are just you know, a result of a very stressful moment or there is something deeper, something more dangerous in people's behaviors. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, corporate leaders will at some point make any sort of, you know, bad act like, you know, of course, you know, killing people, something like that. We're not, we're not talking about this. But potentially, those leaders that show these traits, they can at some point, not always, but at some point, that can actually do some harm. They can do something that could be considered dangerous. You know, I wouldn't say even criminal, but definitely dangerous, right? I mentioned before, cheating, manipulating, corroding the truth. And that's something that we see. Something that we see sometimes. So be mindful, you know, watch for these behaviors. And again, try to make sure that there is a distinction between what is, you know, a normal behaviors, although it might not be healthy, you know, from behaviors that are actually driven by something more, something that has a deeper impact on people and also has a deeper impact on business and performance. So something, I think, for you to consider. It, anyway, that's an interesting research. I think something for us to uh, think about. But um, as always, I'm very curious and interested to hear your thoughts. Let me know how many leaders, you know, show these traits based on your experience. So that would be something that I'm very curious to hear about. So drop me a text on LinkedIn, a message, where I normally, you know, spend most of my time when I'm not with clients. And let me know what you, what you think. And by the way, as you see, you know, we're trying to bring every single time a new perspective about what's going on, you know, in a leadership space, in a performance space. So what I really would like from you is, because it's free anyway. So if you like the show, share it with your friends, with your colleagues. But most importantly, if you can review, write a review, you know, uh, like it for us is important because that's, that's the only way for podcasters to grow the show. And we're not asking anything else rather than an action that takes probably a second. Anyway, thank you so much for being with me today. And again, looking forward for next week. We'll have an amazing guest as always. So goodbye.